you've let me vent and that that's that's one of the big things but if you keep using this silent treatment especially in relationships like if you're in a relationship that you keep using the silent treatment then you are like in, a, in an abusive emotionally this is vivian velasquez and this is raul velasquez welcome to the god money and purpose podcast Welcome to the Gal Money and Purpose Podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez and I have my co-host with me. Vivian Velasquez. I almost said sex. I almost said Gal Money and Sex We're Podcast. We're so used to that. It's so catchy and it's so us. But um, so it's if, now you're, purpose. if you're just following us, we rebranded God, Money and Purpose. Um, and as I was saying before in my Facebook Live, I think, you know, the big reason why we rebranded and we changed the name, rebranded and we changed the name is because sex was such a limited word to what we really stand for and we you know it's not just sex it has a lot to do with connection with time with you know relationship with marriage just all of it that you know goes into that and it's very limited so at the same um, time we were getting flagged by by porn we we're gonna flag in youtube we're getting <laughs> a lot of shit so now we're gonna we're gonna keep it to make sure that we are it, we're attracting the right people to on this to to listen to this message because if you're watching this yeah. we're, we're live in facebook we're live in instagram we're live in uh, in youtube so i thank you for watching us uh please comment and let me know that you are connecting with us uh we're doing we're committed to do a weekly live uh, podcast every single week and we're gonna try to be on time uh five as long as, long as our our technical uh team is 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 doing what it's supposed team, to do no that team, team is, is awesome it's, it's on us yes, it's on us so yes, so thank you for in. for joining us today and uh it's gonna be it's been a tough week it's been a hard week it's been a hard week uh, a lot of yeah. stuff going on right now in, in the market a lot of stuff going on right now in in the world and um i would want to just spend some time with you to see how we could help you become better because i think times like this is actually molding us and shaping us and making us stronger so we're gonna yes. do two things today we're gonna give you some insights of how we handle a lot of this negativity that's going on right now and we're also gonna be answering some questions so if you have questions right now is a time for you to post those questions in the comments uh we do have some questions that we have prepared from some of the previous from last week's podcast and uh, at the same time if you're watching the the rerun or you're listening to uh to uh, iTunes, uh, there is a text message. I'm gonna have my teams uh, put my number in the text message. So you can actually text me your questions. You can also text uh, to join this podcast and and, uh, and ne maybe next time we, we'll bring you here live because we wanna make this a show. We don't wanna just make this a regular podcast. We wanna involve you. So yeah. if you wanna be part of our conversation, get involved just like in anything in order for you to change, you have to get involved. That's right, that's right. So yeah, we've been talking a little bit about this um, you know energy that's been so heavy for us and and even though sometimes you don't want to be part of it just collectively we're, we're just so drawn into everything that's happening whether it was like the covid we're still we're still experiencing you know people are still sick out there we're still praying for them the hospitals are still not as busy but you know that the doctors are still busy that the the blood labs like all these things are just still going and then now with with this you know the riots and and everything that has sprung up from that it's just it's been heartbreaking to see all this stuff but at the same time it's such a learning experience and it's something that had to happen and even though we don't want to feed into it you still you 
especially me as a woman, like you still get to experience what other people are going through and it's just so heartfelt and it's so heavy on the heart that like I was telling my coaching clients, like even though we don't want to, I think we have to accept like to, to be into that energy and to feel it, to fully feel it, feel it, to fully um, have the empathy for for the moms, for for the children, for everyone that's that's going through all this, you know, chaos, really. And at the same time, like, what can we do about it? Not to get stuck in that energy, not to just, you know, I mean, cry. Yes, if you want to cry, if you want to feel it, but don't get stuck in there. And I think that's one one of the hardest things for us is like, okay, like, what else can we do? So that's what I told my clients this week. Uh, it's okay to be stuck mm-hmm. as long as you don't stay stuck. And I think yeah. stuck means that, one, we don't have the clarity. We don't have the clarity of what to do. We don't have the clarity of where we're going. We don't have the clarity of mm-hmm. the path. Number yeah. two is we don't have a vision. Like, where are we going? Where are we taking right. this 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 step? Where are we going with this transition that we're in? And unless we could see a big picture, unless we could see a light in the tunnel, we're always going to feel stuck. And the third one is the belief system. Like, people get stuck because they, they have doubt, they have fear, they have insecurities, they have uncertainty. And as leaders, our job is to see how can we get unstuck? How can we go to the next level? And in order for us to get out of the energy field that we're in right now, we have to have a clear path, a clear plan. We have to have a big vision and, and paint the vision at the same time, increase our belief system and ask ourselves every single day, who do I need to become in order for me to overcome the challenges? Whatever I'm going through, whether it's health, whether it's relationships, whether it's in business, we have to figure out a way of not getting stuck in that field, in that energy field, right. but break through and be able to push through. Yeah, and I think that there's a lot more people like as you say that I'm just thinking like there's a lot more people that will be in the energy of being stuck than the energy of people that are actually looking for solutions and looking for something to do. So like, for example, with my little girl, she was just feeling so overwhelmed with all this emotions, right? So I told her, like, feel fully the emotions, especially as women, like allow yourself the permission to feel whatever you're feeling in your body. If you need to cry, if you need to do whatever it is that you need to do, have a conversation whatever it is for you and then we looked for something that she could actually feel like she was part of the solution so we went yesterday to this um not a protest but it was like a um support. awareness support. for love support, and support um, event right so it's like we pa- we painted hearts and we wrote what we felt on the heart something positive and uh we want to hang it up somewhere so then i told them like okay so we're right we already felt angry we already had the sadness we already went through that now what is the solution like we found a peaceful protest that we could go and actually um put our little two cents in and put put a little prayer in and she actually felt so much better because she was actually she did something for it she actually found a solution it was like okay i found something to do that it was pleasing to my heart that i knew that that it, it helps the humanity that it helps the problem and then it's like okay what's next what's next because there's a lot more people right now that are stuck on this negative energy instead of finding the solution or finding what to do I, I think there's a lot more of that happening now. So whether it's in your relationship, if you're stuck in your relationship, because this also brings a lot of confrontation and a lot of anger, and it just it, it doesn't even know where to go. So like you take it out on the person that's in front of you. Yeah. And unfortunately, sometimes you know we pay the broken plates. But I believe that in order for things to change and everything, there has to be pain. I mean, yeah. in business, unless there is pain, you're not going to solve a problem. If you're not solving a problem in business, you're not going to get paid. 
in in muscles when you when you working out uh, and you want to you know lose weight or, or gain muscle you have to break the muscle you have to break the body in order for it to grow you have to feel the pain yeah. in relationships sometimes the the connection becomes when deepened when there is pain when yeah. there is when there is a, a, a an experience there right yeah so the same thing ha is happening right now in this world we're going through a, a moment of pain mm -hmm. now is the time for us to break through now is the time not to get stuck in pain because pain is necessary for growth yeah. but pain also could cause suffering and yeah, if we don't focus on the solution yeah, and we don't like focus that. on what the next level is we're going to turn pain into suffering i'd rather talk about how do we turn this pain into fuel how do we turn or this pain it. this energy and use it to propel to the next level so that's what i told my little girl yesterday i said okay you 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 have this pain you're feeling this negative energy yeah. how can we use this energy to actually do something positive yeah propel this energy and that's what she found you and her you guys you know went online and you found something that we could actually do to release this energy because that's what it is it's, it's that is that energy field that needs to be released somewhere or another yeah and in even thinking about that it's even when you step into that decision of like okay what else can i do how can i be a solution to what's happening i didn't even have to look for this um peaceful protest it actually came onto my feed and that's how just god works like you know like once you step into that energy of like okay what else can i do where's the solution to this problem how can i be how can i put my little two cents in then then it's like god kind of just shows you the way and this people come into your path information comes into your path like you know it was it's amazing and that's the law of attraction works. right people say yeah. you know you you focus on what you yeah, attract the most and i think that what's wrong with the world is always available you could focus on what you don't have you could focus on 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 the stuff that you haven't done you could focus on all the things that you don't have enough of but you yeah. also could focus on the gift right um, one of my coaching clients this morning we were having a mastermind call and right there we're, we're talking about problems because we love to talk about like our problems and we love to talk about solutions that's our mastermind calls we talk yes. about where we are where we want to go what are the challenges that we have and the one uh gift that we could find right and at that moment my coaching client said hold on one second i need to just read this text to you and and one of his clients uh got sick yesterday heart attack and it's in the hospital dying wow and at that moment it just gives give every single one of us perspective like shit here we are talking about the problems that we have there are no problems but the, the reality at that moment there are no problems we are alive we're healthy we have energy yes. now with this gift how can we use this gift to go to the next level. I think a lot of us, what we, what we need to do is look for perspective, especially in relationships. Because I know I'm, now you come home and you know it wasn't the COVID wasn't enough. You have all this negative energy now. How do you handle that? How do you how do you not take this energy against your partner? How do you not get triggered with your partner? And that's one of the things I want to talk about in this podcast is what are we doing to hold this space and use this energy instead of making this energy our enemy towards each other. So what are the one thing that that um, that you could advise the listeners, Vivian? From a woman's perspective, I'll give them some of the things that I'm that I'm doing well, from a man's perspective. Well, and I was just thinking of the question that we had last week too. Um, I don't know. You want to address that? Well, let's first talk about this one, then we talk about the, the questions. Okay, because it just has to do. I just kind of put the two and two together. So, um, so what do you have any answer? Like, how do I? How have I? So what are, what are some steps that that we talked about? How do we? uses energy to feel more connected as opposed to using this energy towards against each other i think you definitely have to create the space for it like you know that's what we have to constantly do is schedule the time because if it's not in your calendar if it's not in your 
mind if it's not like somewhere that's vis- you know visible it doesn't happen and i think it's easy for us to just get caught up in what's happening in front of us and it's like you know that the drama and the frenzy and then you forget about each other and i know i was talking to one of my coaching clients and it was like i said something and i was like wow that's so profound and i know that's not from me that's from god right and i said to her i said are you are you creating the time to pick up everything around you and or i should say or are you, do you have time to pick him up hmm. pick each other up pick pick him up because there's a thing like i'm coaching women right so it's like we're picking everything up we're picking everything and everyone up everything that is happening around us like we're there to pick it up and to like try to solve it or like hold on to it or whatever it is that we're doing but yet we forget to have the time to pick up our husbands and maybe right now is a time that we really need to create the space to pick each other up hmm. and that was so profound when i said that it even like it came back to me so like everything that i say i always take it like to me that's my own teaching and then i was like okay so what am i doing for raul and how am i picking him up and that's one of the the things that we have to do is like we're constantly reminding ourselves it's like how do we create this time for each other i still have my mom come over like this is one of the things that we do we still create the time to have date night even though we're not going anywhere to eat but we still get out of the house i still get dressed up i still have you know put some makeup on i still get into that mentality of like okay well how can we have a conversation how can we have a conversation how can we create the space for each other how can i make you feel special even if it's for like this one hour that we're going to have in the car together i think it's important because that's the um that's the energy sometimes that we feel that we're in a war the whole day or whether yeah. we're in business whether we're talking to clients and and when we come home last thing a man wants to do is continue the battlefield yeah. continue the war yeah. And, and as a man, what I'm doing here in, in this transition is just know that your family is not your enemy. Yeah. Your family didn't sign up for you to go to war. Your family didn't sign up for you to build your business. So I need to make the shift and actually shift my energy and know that my words and my energy is contagious. Mm, so if I'm coming like home and I have all this negative shit that's going on because of, of all the things that are, that are going on, and if I take it on my kids, if I take it on my wife, or I bring that energy, it's yeah. contagious. The same yeah. thing with my words. I need yep. to, to look at my words and ask myself, are these words creating my reality or they are destroying somebody else's reality? Uh, this, this, this week, perfect situation, what happened with my little girl? I mean, our, our kids are our biggest teachers. I, yeah. We learn so much from our kids. So this, this past weekend, we had a photo shoot. Um, I, had, I had my team come over because we haven't taken pictures in a long time with the family and I said I want to oh, have Alejandro like Alejandro got his haircut got, so my son so got his haircut about it. Uh, and we wanted to have uh, yes. pictures you know so like a, like a re- remembering this moment yeah. right so I asked my team to come over to my house on the weekend we were gonna I was gonna do some hamburgers hot dogs and just be in the pool and have the team take some pictures and family pictures yeah. and we were rushed we were rushed you know we were we set a certain time and then when I came downstairs to um to talk to my team i noticed my little girl had a dress on which i didn't particularly like so i asked i said abigail could you go and, and change because i don't like the dress the dress you know doesn't fit you anymore that's that's all i said i said the dress doesn't fit Ouch. you anymore because you know you you've grown in this quarantine we all you know she's grown her her, her brother has grown and then she went she went to her room and then she started to cry and um, what was she telling you in, in the room i mean just that 
you saying that again, it just brings so much pain to my heart. But I think if, you know, gosh, when like, if you were to say something like that to me, like, if, man, if you're listening out there, like if you tell your woman, like that dress doesn't look good or that color doesn't look good, that red dress doesn't look good on you. Something in the back of her mind is like, never wear a red dress again. Mm. Right. So it's like, even if you love a red dress, you're never going to wear it again because it was not pleasing to you. And even though we don't really want to accept that, it's like we're never going to wear that red dress again. But see, I was being honest. I was being honest on the feedback, right? That is yes. me caring for my daughter and telling I her my know. honest opinion. But here's the one thing. like. But can the, I tell you something before you continue? <laughs> just, just to get this like cleared away in your mind because we didn't really have time to talk about it. It's like the way that you communicate it's very important to women and i think that when we when you're going to say something we have to feel safe that is one of the most important things for us is like when we're taking something in we have to feel safe and at that moment it wasn't a safe place why because we weren't in in our natural habitat which i would say like in her room she wasn't there or in her house we were outside we were surrounded by strangers which they're really not strangers but it was like our team our next level next level team and she was exposed so it's like this information that she's taking it wasn't just for her to hear it was like everybody heard so imagine how like you feel now it's not just you giving me this information in a place that i feel safe and that i could actually take in no you're telling everybody so now everybody knows that i don't fit into this dress anymore or the dress doesn't look good on me or whatever it is so it's like you kind of feel like okay i'm exposed hmm. you just exposed me in front of everybody and you you say that you love me how is this love and that's that was her thing it's like he says he loves me but how is he gonna do this to me in front of everybody and, and this is what <gasps> it, it, it killed me when i went to talk to her when she said to me because i said abigail i was just being honest i'm not of like course. i'm being honest i don't like the way that that dress looks but if you like it that's <laughs> when i try that's when i try to try to fix things right as, a, as men oh, like we break God. shit and then we try to fix it. it like if you like it, it's okay but but just then when she said like that and this is where like it was like women know how even as a, as a as a at a younger age know how to put the daggers on on oh, our man yes. because she goes dad i felt beautiful in that dress like oh, none of my dress fit me anymore because you know i don't i don't fit in the dresses but the moment i put this dress on i felt beautiful i felt like i was comfortable and the moment that you spoke those words to me i felt completely crushed and mm -hmm. that crushed me because I realized that the words that we have as fathers as men as leaders really yes. could destroy people around us yes. and maybe we don't we don't have that intention because obviously my intention is never to destroy my little girl's image of course but also expose her weaknesses to expose some of the things that we need to work on and some right. of the things that we both as a family need to work on to you like i i know that you might have felt like you did something wrong at that time and yes it felt like that but at the same time it's like the confidence that we have as women especially as a little girl like it's still not there like you know if you were to tell me that now like and even in the past when you've said something about even like me thinking of a red dress like you've said something to me about a red dress and i don't know exactly what you said but i know <laughs> you said something i've never wanted to wear a red dress which next week i'll be wearing something red <laughs> um and i never really wanted to ex experience that again because it's like oh, okay i'm not pleasing my husband and then and then it's not just that story but the story that we start to create in our head this ideal woman kicks in and all of a sudden it's like 
my butt is too big and you know my hips are too big and I'm never gonna wear that dress because I don't look good to him and he's gonna go look at somebody else that's wearing a dress you know it's like all the stories that we create only because we're trying to please someone and then we forget that the real issue should be what is the confidence of me taking care of and pleasing myself like what feels right to me right now and, and the more I start looking at what was going on in my world at that moment, because again, this world's colliding, right? It's her world being insecure. Yeah. My world is trying to have everything together. And the reality is that I was trying to make everyone uh, like have everything at the right time mm-hmm. and, and have, have everything done at the right time. And what it showed up for me is really knowing that my words create worlds. And I need to be mindful of am I uplifting people or am I destroying people? And that's where this energy right now that's going on as leaders, we have to understand that we have the opportunity, whatever works, whether you're criticizing people or not, is your yeah. words matter. Your words are yes. going to affect people. Your words yes. are going to impact people. So if you don't yes. have, just like I think your grandmother said something very profound years ago. If you can't say nothing, like shut the fuck up. She, <laughs> don't say no, nothing she didn't at all. say that. She didn't say shut the fuck up. She said... <laughs> Excuse my language. She just did a cross. She, she said that to me. She was like, Vivian, if you have nothing. She was talking about Raul, really. She was like, talking about me. Don't say anything to him. If you have nothing to say, just. And she did the sign of the cross. She would go like this. Like I remember my grandmother all the time. And we said we were going to do a T-shirt in her name. Because every time I want to say something that I'm not supposed to say, it reminds me of my grandmother. She's like, do the sign of the cross. And then I'm like, yes, Lord. Like, let me not say what I need to say. But yeah, it's it's. There is so much that comes in relationships that sometimes like are everything is tested. But at the same time, it's like, what can we learn from it? And that's exactly the thing. What I learned learn? what can we learn? Because I caught myself and I learned so much from that interaction. Yeah. And I made it up. And that's what, you know, I think this week has been a great week with my girl. Great Aww. learning experience. And I think this is what every single one of us needs to take this from, from the coronavirus, from what's going on right now, is if we don't learn from this, we are bound to repeat it again. Yes. If we don't learn from history, we're going to repeat it again. If we learn from this, the COVID, we're going to repeat it again. Yeah. If you don't learn from this experience, it's like more have the mindset of what, what am I learning every single day? What am I learning about myself? What am I learning about my business? What am I learning about my relationships? Yeah. What am I learning about my connection with God? What am I learning? What is God trying to tell me? One of my favorite mantras is like, God, what are you trying to tell me now? Like, mm-hmm. what is it that I'm not seeing that you want me to see? Because obviously, there's, there's a blind back. spot. Obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm continuing to step into the same stone. Yeah. What is it I'm not seeing? And that's my prayer every morning is like, show me what I cannot see. Mm, Give me, I love that. Uh, I do believe, help me overcome my own belief. Help me overcome my own on uncertainty. My yes. own, my, show me the vision and not let it come from my mind and, and allow it to come from my heart, from my soul. Yes. And, and, and it always comes back. It's so funny. Like I have this one client. She always says like every time we talk, Vivian, it ends up being like it's up to me. Like it's always up to me. And I'm like, yeah, like everything that happens is t- totally up to you. Like it's in it's your responsibility. It's in your playground. It's in your heart. It's like whatever happens, it's up to you. And you can't blame and you can't point the fingers because that's really the easiest thing to do but it doesn't get anything done and i think the more that we start to learn the more that we could have that communication i think that's really how we really could evolve and really could change whether it's in your relationship whether it's in god whether it's in you know politics whatever's happening right now 
And you have to have the belief that the right? best is yet to come. Like I truly say that every single day, like the best is yet to come. And and whatever is going on right now in your life, like if it's something bad, you have to believe that something good is going to come out of it. Like for example, my son getting an F. His first F. I think he changed it to a D. We'll, we'll see. Wow. If he got an he got an F. That hurts. Just thinking and, about uh, it. And he's a straight A student. He um he's been a straight A student for the past three years. I yeah. never had to uh, look at his grades. I never had to look at at uh, any of his uh, uh, homework. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, the yeah. uh, teacher emailed me saying that he has an F in school, mm -hmm. and I got triggered, and I'm like, "What's going on?" and and I asked him, I said, oh, everything is fine, that everything is fine. But then the reality is not, everything He's was not fine. fine. Yeah. He was not doing the work. But yeah. when I confronted him, in our mind, we think we're doing fine. And I think that's where we go into a trance, ignoring the problem or or putting the problem underneath the, the rug. You're not and, taking and it's not going to go away. It's not taking responsibility. So the, yeah. so the moment that he accepts that it's, he was going to get an F, that's the moment that we were able to find a solution. And the solution is that every single day he's gonna have a, has, has to run with me at least one mile every day. Yeah. He has to read every single day. He has to finish his homework, whether he gets the credit or not, because he already has to do all the homework. Yeah. And now he's we're having those conversations. But if it wasn't for that F, we wouldn't have this, this closeness right now. Right. A deeper understanding. If it wasn't for that F, I wouldn't see that you know, maybe my son was an overachiever and the moment that he like just like us the moment that we don't think that we're gonna get an a or when i go to the next level we give up so then you know I, I love i love how it's so easy for us to do that with our kids because they're just so manageable right at least we think that but then at the same time when that happens with our spouses with our partners with our significant others that doesn't happen and i think that's the challenge that we come across in marriages and partnerships we don't talk about it like yeah. the communication is not there so it's like you you make a mistake and then you feel like you're failing and then you just back away so here's a challenge for every single one of you guys who, are, who are, because i know most of you are going through the same thing that we're going through which is like the pressure yeah and the and the energy all right right make a list of all the, the gifts that you actually experienced through this pandemic and through this crisis make a list and look back and see how far you've come Make a list of all the gifts. Trying to find the gift in the middle of the storm takes mastery. And it's not going to happen unless you focus on the gift, unless you're you're looking for it, unless you actually become a master and actually dig in deep. So, okay, what's the gift? Are you surviving out of this yeah. this pandemic? That, that's a gift. Like, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for that has come out of this pandemic? And, I mean, we have so many things. And even though we were so sick, even though I was so sick for so long, like, there's always a gift. The gift for us that we built the immunity in our bodies like i'm the only one in our family that has like as high as the immunity that i could be around you know our huge baby gift Derek huge gift my son my, my son like, i mean my my brother just uh, got diagnosed with corona okay. last week yep. his wife got diagnosed with corona last week and you and i are the only ones who, who could help him with the baby he has yeah. a family of baby yeah because we have immunity yeah. that was a huge gift actually that we got sick at the beginning of the of the coronavirus and now we can actually help our family members if they get corona. I mean, those, a at, at the moment, it may not seem like a gift. At the moment, it may seem like you're dying, like, you know, you're getting yeah. sick. But afterwards, yeah. you, if you survive, obviously, you know, you're going to find the gift. So yeah. uh, now we're going to answer some questions. So we got a QA. and a uh, We got a couple of questions here. So last week, there was a question about how to handle the silent treatment. Do you ever give me the silent treatment? And how do we overcome silent treatment? So have I given you a silent treatment or what yeah have you given me a how, how do i overcome the silent treatment 
it, I mean, we would lie if we would say like I've never given someone a silent treatment. We in our time, we've all done that, right? So have I given you silent treatment? Of course I have. And I think a lot of the times we we use that <laughs> way too often. Um but a silent treatment is just, I think it's like, you know, you're angry or you don't know how to communicate and it just goes back to communication. We just don't know how to have the communication. And I don't know. That's a big problem. Like so it's, a, it's a big problem because as men, we always try to solve shit. <laughs> so if, if there's a silent treatment, the first thing that comes to our minds as a man is how do I solve the problem? One, there's a problem. And every time that you ask a woman what's the problem, what's the answer? nothing or you should know nothing, nothing, like, nothing. you should know what the problem is or there's no problem so silent treatment for us is, is just creating space okay it's obviously something that's bothering you it's obviously something that i did and, yeah. and as men most of the time i i will acknowledge this 99.9 percent .9 of the time we have no idea what the fuck we just did <laughs> we have no idea what happened but at the same time it works also for our benefit sometimes because not knowing sometimes is bliss but the moment yeah. that we no, I wouldn't say that. The, the moment that we realized that... Well, you did. That uh, we have to take ownership for something that we did and we have to ask and become detectives and, and actually dig deeper and, and become more of a, of an, uh, I would say, not inspector, but start looking deep and say, okay, what, what was the trigger? What is she mad about? What did I say? What are the possible, like, possible scenarios? And then once you start looking down and if eventually the ice queen is going to melt if the man has enough opportunities to show up and say hey you're not going to push me away i'm here let's talk about it because a lot of the yeah. relationships the reason they break is because men get pushed away and they were not all in in the first place so women manifest a man leaving because they're creating that space but i think that for, for a woman is like okay am i pushing you away can you handle me testing you? Okay, and are but, you going to fight yeah, yeah, to yeah. be in the space or not? Yes, but the silent treatment, is, it's kind of different because, I mean, especially now, I think you could do silent treatment in so many different ways, right? Like, don't answer text, don't answer text back, but mostly, like, you're just pouting and not talking back. Like, you're not talking for days. Sometimes weeks people go like this, and uh, we've done it for days, right? But then at the same time, it's like you're punishing someone, right? For something that you think that they did wrong only because you're not willing to have the conversation. Sometimes we hold back sex just from punishing the person. And that's a silent treatment. It's like, okay, I'm not going to give in to you. I'm not going to please you. I'm not going to have sex with you. That's a silent treatment um, because you're angry because of something that happened because you didn't have the, the time to have this communication. And there is fear even in having this communication. And I, I personally don't think that it's, it, it's just such an abuse to use it like this. It's like such an emotional abuse. And I think women, maybe you, if you don't know that you're doing this, like you're just beating each other down. And I know like I've done this, I'm guilty of it. But once I realize it's like, okay, let me just have the courage to, to really say what is happening here, what I'm angry about, what I'm frustrated about. And we've had some deep conversations, right? So it's kind of like allow the space to have those conversations. And I know that you've let me vent and that that's, that's one of the big things. But if you keep using this silent treatment, especially in relationships, like if you're mm. in a relationship that you keep using the silent treatment, then you are like in, a, in an abusive 
emotionally abusive relationship and it should really be addressed and if it's happening at the beginning like that's a red flag because then that's a way of like you deflecting something that's happening in yourself or maybe in the relationship but you're just using that as as a tool so i, I look at it from if, if you want to talk to to men you have to give them some structure of how to deal with this right so okay. look at it as a business deal okay if you go into a business partnership and something goes wrong in the business and the partner is not talking about it and is giving you a solid treatment and is not looking for solution their the business is going to fail and then especially There's if no they're way. using it having that that's that problem and there's a pattern is that you gotta address it like uh, you will never go into a business deal with a partner that's not not talking about the problems right right but then again we tolerate that in the relationship because it's not a business deal it's right. more of a relationship yeah but uh, there is a difference between a selling treatment and women needing space because i think that as men we may think okay she's not saying anything because she's giving me a silent treatment. The reality is it's not a silent treatment. It just she needs a space. And sometimes we do need the space because it's time for you to cool off, like as a in woman. Both, in both like, places. Cool off and then you could talk. Because I know many times like when we got into fights it has been because we addressed it way too soon. Yeah. Because it's too fresh. So now if something is bothering you know anybody, just allow us some time, create the space until you are not emotional about it or you're less emotional. Because the moment that you are in the moment, like you go from zero to 100 real quick and then again like i said your words become worlds and then you say things and you, you act at certain place that you really mean and then that's what creates wars yes <laughs> and yes so then if your woman is giving you solid treatment number one is just know that it's a space that she needs two is not a sign for you to run away because i think mo a lot of men what we do is run away and we just hide yeah it's a, it's a moment for you to start looking okay what what could she possibly need at this moment and at the same time, don't become a pleaser. Try to find out what pleases her. It's the difference between being a pleaser, saying, honey, I'm sorry. I don't even know what I'm sorry about, but I apologize. Yeah, no. That just creates more fire into, yeah. the, into, into the situation. It's more saying, listen, I understand that you're mad. I understand you're upset. Whenever you're ready to talk about it, I'm here. And I'm, I'm a big boy. I'm able to take punches. If it's about me, just let me know. But and I'm it, here whenever you're ready to talk about it yeah so then yeah i would totally agree with that i would say create the space to have this conversation but have the conversation don't just oh she gave me the silent treatment now we're back we had made up sex and now we're good no like create the space to talk about what happened um create the space compromise to like okay what can we do different because if you continue to do the same thing over and over again that that's insanity and three it's like okay what's the solution what's the solution for this and 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 know that you each partner needs to take responsibility for what you did in the moment and take responsibility and it's like okay i'm sorry i'm sorry but no no i'm sorry but i'm sorry for what you did that's it i'm sorry i love you i'm not going away i'm always going to be here for you even though you're crazy and that's i think that's what women want to hear like yeah. we're okay with your craziness you're not going to push me away because I love you and I'm, I'm not going to let you go. And I think that a right. lot of women are afraid to actually show up that craziness mm -hmm. because their man is going to run away. And men, we are afraid sometimes that, okay, maybe she's going to leave me if I, don't, if I show that I'm too strong of saying, okay, I'm not going to go anywhere because she thinks I'm possessive. It has to be like a yin and yang in a way of saying, you know, we're here together. You're not my enemy. I'm here, yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not here to fight with you. I'm here to fight alongside you because yeah. there's so many other shit that, we could, that oh, we're going to no. fight together. So I know relationships yes. are, 
relationships are harder than business. I always, I always oh, go back yeah. to my class and listen. Let's talk about some business shit. <laughs> we, I know how to fix that. We'll, we'll be able to build it. But relationships, guys, I know it's I know. Uh, easier said than done. So to recap, your worlds create worlds. Just make sure in this your pandemic, words. in this situation, in this yes. crisis, you're watching your words. You're judging less. You're loving more. You have more empathy and less hate. At the same time, know that your family, your queen, your kids, they're not your enemies. Enemy. They're here to build a kingdom with you. And a woman, if you're listening to this, build your man up. Don't destroy him. Whatever you say, whatever you whisper in his ear could actually lift him up or could destroy him at the same time. Understand that love is always the answer for any question. Right now, specifically, if you have doubts about where this country is going, just know gratitude. that gratitude, empathy, love. and love will always get us through any situation that we're in. So That's thank right. you for watching. Thank you for connecting with us. Make sure you give us your questions. And until next time, follow us everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere except for our bedroom. That's where we change our podcast to get money and purpose. <laughs> you don't want to follow us in our bedroom. That's where we keep it private. Thank you. Love you, babe. Thank you for being love here. Love you more, babe. Learn it. Live it. Experience it. Love, love life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take them to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.